How's it going, everybody? It's time to get back to the front page. I am so excited that, I'll be honest, if you know the show, you know it was Coop and Mayan, you know that Coop had to depart, sad to see him go, but absolutely understand that his plate was full and this was a low priority compared to the other things he had going on in his life. And I truly didn't know the direction I was going to take. I knew I didn't want to quit. I knew that I still loved doing this and hoped to find more of a niche than we had before, which was truly just having a good time, having a guest on when it was um, we found someone interesting, which was, you know, all the time. It's not hard to find interesting people out there. I'm a firm believer in the fact that everything is interesting. Documentaries are one of my, it's one of my favorite genres, and I would watch, I would watch a documentary on how to make forks. Like, it doesn't matter. Most things I will find fascinating. So I'm really excited that I have this format, this backup guest that we had for over a year, Reddit. And I really enjoyed that. You know, that was my idea to, why don't we just hang out on Reddit? And now I'm telling you, man, I can't think of a better co-host outside of Cooper than the Reddit front page. So let's get to it. The question is, where do we start? Let's see here. Do we start with Elizabeth Warren? Do we start with heavyset family eating long strips of looks like candy? I don't know what's going on here. Bernie always fighting for us. That's true. Donald Trump is a criminally negligent president. Okay, let's see where this is going. Donald Trump is a criminally negligent president. It's a picture of Donald doing, I, I can't even say that stupid face he does, because that could be any face that he does, but there's a couple that you know what I'm talking about. I, I don't even know how to categorize it, but it's one of those faces that was just made for punching, and I'm not a violent person, but you know that face I'm talking about could literally welcome a fat fist into it, and you would cheer. You couldn't help yourself. And it's a picture of him doing that stupid face at the podium with a, a blurred, like he's at a rally, and a little thought bubble, speak bubble, coming out of his face that says, it's a hoax. And it says at the top of the picture, think about this. America now has more coronavirus cases than China, the country that was ground zero for the virus, a country packed with 1.4 billion people, the country who gave Trump a three-month head start to fully prepare. Wow. Thanks, Primal Musk. Ooh, fantastic username. Primal Musk. You, that's, you know what that smells like. That is a powerful aroma top comment by o underscore methodical who cares about the numbers or arguing who has the higher numbers it's stupid we still had to time to prepare think of a final exam you have to take you get three months to prepare here are the sections one lockdown measures two medical equipment three government resp governmental response bottom you didn't study or prepare then you were going to fail that's what trump did fail. <laughs> I, it's so sad that the word fail in association with Trump is so overused that it loses the magic of saying that somebody failed. That's what an incredible failure Trump is, that the word failed. He didn't care. He's a professional. He's a famous professional failure. He was given money by his father, millions over the however time, you know, growing up, and still went bankrupt how many times in the 80s and 90s or whatever? Like, how he failed to the presidency is beyond me. We're all sort of in the same boat. 
You know what? If we found out down the road that Donald Trump not only wait did if if you guys didn't see the great hack on Netflix, it you know what? I'm not going to butcher the description of this documentary on Netflix about Trump and and his presidency. I'm just going to play you the trailer. Who has seen an advertisement that has convinced you that your microphone is listening to your conversations? All of your interactions, your credit card swipes, web searches, locations, likes, they're all collected in real time into a trillion dollar a year industry. The real game changer was Cambridge Analytica. They've worked for the Trump campaign and for the Brexit campaign. They started using information warfare. Cambridge Analytica claimed to have 5,000 data points on every American voter. I started tracking down all these Cambridge Analytica ex-employees. Someone else that you should be calling to the committee is Brittany Kaiser. Brittany Kaiser, once a key player inside Cambridge Analytica, casting herself as a whistleblower. The reason why Google, Facebook are the most powerful companies in the world is because last year data surpassed oil in value. Data is the most valuable asset on earth. We targeted those whose minds we thought we could change until they saw the world the way we wanted them to. I do know that their targeting tool was considered a weapon. There is a possibility that the American public have been experimented on. This is becoming a criminal matter. When people see the extent of the surveillance, I think they're going to be shocked. And I still fear for your life yeah. with the powerful people that are involved. But I can't keep quiet just because it'll make powerful people I, I, mad. I, I, rights should be considered just fundamental rights. This is about the integrity of our democracy. These platforms which were created to connect us have now been weaponized. It's impossible to know what is what because nothing is what it seems. The Great Hack. Great documentary. Basically, what it says in the documentary is that in the swing states, there were people who still weren't decided on who they were going to vote for. And you know how the elections go in America. Those swing states end up often determining who wins at the last moment when things are very close. So with all those data points, they were bombarding. First of all, let's be honest. If you're on the fence about who to vote for and you're like someone like me, I'm not going to vote. For somebody, either of these criminals that are usually like I didn't, I didn't vote for Hillary or Trump. And if if things go the way that the DNC and the powers that be and the set, you know establishment criminal conspiracy we call uh, American government gets what they want, and they usually do, it's going to be Biden and Trump. I'm not voting for either of those criminals. That's not how I operate. I'd rather sleep at night. You'll hear me say this often. Some people don't agree with me. They're like, you got to vote. How dare? And I'm, okay, you can have that argument, but I'm too old. I felt that way long ago. Now I, I won't vote lesser evil. I need someone to earn my vote. I want to be inspired to vote. I'm not going to vote out of fear ever again. So with those thin margins, swing states become incredibly important to who wins the presidency. And because of this Cambridge analytic program that they had, basically, they would target 
through mostly Facebook, I, 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 I gathered, but all social media, they were targeting people who were on the fence and like she said in the in the trailer, basically get you to think what we want you to think. And those data points and that Cambridge Analytic program that they bombarded the American social media sphere, which is ultimately put put Trump over the top and gave him the presidency. So if you like watching forks being made, you're going to love the great hack. You got to put it on your to-do list without a doubt. But let's get back to the front page. Okay, where were we? Warren, Biden, Trump, Bernie. No, let's do something fun. What is this? Oh, what is... What is something unrealistic that you often see in movies that annoys the hell out of you? Oh, my God. So close to my heart. I, I think when I was maybe 12 or 13, my mom bought me a movie flub book because she was so annoyed that I kept pointing out things that were wrong, <laughs> the inconsistencies in uh, continuity errors in movies. So she's like, I might as well embrace this. And this was actually before I went to my first acting class. So there was definitely a pattern of detail-oriented observation and then execution in that scenario. So this top comment, firing a weapon and continuing with your conversation. <laughs> Happy eight day. That was their comment. Uh, and this post was posted by Shisha Addict. Thanks, Shisha Addict. Thanks, Happy eight day. Firing a weapon and continuing with your conversation. To be honest with you, I don't have a problem with that. I kind of feel like if I were an action hero and I was firing a gun, I might say things too. In fact, what would a... What would a an action star who shot a gun and didn't say anything, what, that would change the entire format of, of American movies. American cinema would never be the same. Also, let's be honest, a lot of these guys who are the type that you see visually as the leading male with a gun in all of these movies, he ain't the guy writing it, right? You look at the average Hollywood writer and they look a little bit more like me. Think about it. Do you really want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger writing his own material? No, you want to see him flexing and pulling a trigger and then saying something that I wrote. Way funnier. All right, let's get back to this. Explosions, Splitzo says. Fireballs are from pyrotechnics and they look cool, but they look nothing like real explosions from bombs or grenades. Thanks, Splitzo. That's funny. The next one is Sack J. Pedicky. You know what? If your username is hard to read, it's probably not going to be as funny. Just a little heads up. And launch people 10 feet away for no reason. Also, shotguns. Shotguns with either buckshot or slugs are not a magic force push cannon. They do not ragdoll the person across the room. Thank you. Yes, Sack J. Pedicky. Um, it's a little nicer now they know how to say it. Um, no, shotguns are not magic push force cannons. That is very true. Um, I like this next one, though, a lot. People get shot in the arm or leg, and suddenly someone has to become a surgeon and, and remove the bullet. In reality, we just staple the people back up and leave the bullet in them as long as it's not touching a vital organ. That was Zebulon 15. Great name. Right, but right after that, AF Karen Ray Donovan says, Wait, what do you mean? So, if I get shot and the bullet is stuck inside me but not touching any vital organs, you'll just patch me up and leave it there for the rest of my life? Question mark? I don't know why I said question mark. I've been dictating way too much. You think you knew it was a question. Zebulon 15 responds, yes, it's perfectly fine. Your body will form scar tissue around it and you'll live life normally. And then AF Karen Ray Donovan replies, my mind is blown away. Thank you very much for clearing that up. Stay healthy. All right, that's enough movie shit. Back to the front page. All right, this one is unpleasant, but it's important that we at least touch on it. And I'm going to go really brief information just to give you an overview. And then we're going to move on. It's a post by 7 and 40, 
titled Where the Money Goes in the U.S. Senate's $2 trillion coronavirus stimulus bill, which I like to call a stimulus package. So I can call it a coronavirus stim pack. All right, so the C-19 stim pack breaks down like this. On the left-hand side of this PowerPoint graphic here is the CARES Act. Yeah, they call it the CARES Act. Motherfuckers. $2 trillion. Individuals, $560 billion. Large corporations, $500 billion. Small businesses, $377 billion. State and local government, $339.8 billion. And safety net, $26 billion. And you know, when your safety net is $26 billion, you're fucked. Top comment by Black App 3 Archer. Okay. I'm pretty sure they were hoping it would look at a glance like Black Aperture with a 3 instead of an E. And I guess it does. Good for you. Crazy to think even those little strands are still in the billions. Yeah. And then Brogito1 responds seriously crazy. The smallest strand is still $450 million. $2 trillion is a lot of money. That's true. Ian the Chemist says, let's say the $2 trillion bar on the left is 15 centimeters tall on a standard monitor. An hour of minimum wage pay in the U.S. would be 550 femtometers. And then it gives a little equation that doesn't make sense to me, but it says seven, uh, 11 centimeters tall. 50 years of minimum wage pay would be 50 nanometers tall. Bezos's net worth would be 7.5 millimeters, almost a centimeter exclamation point. But that's enough money talk and billionaire worship. Let's get back to the front page and see if we can find something in the opposite column. Here it is. Always like to finish the day on a Bernie post. Libby Kibby says, Bernie is always fighting for us and always trending on Twitter. Wow, 54,000 upvotes. And it's a Twitter post where Becca says, if you lose your unemployment through this crisis, emergency unemployment will now cover 100% of your income. Bernie Sanders did that. Bernie Sanders stood his ground and fought for you hard. Hashtag thank you, Bernie. Hashtag Bernie fights for us. Hashtag Bernie fucking Sanders. That is my kind of post. Caption at the bottom says, watch. In a fiery floor speech, Sanders rips GOP for relentless efforts. Nobody. There's nobody like Bernie Sanders. Top comment. Guns and Ammo 37 says, quote, why is he always so angry? Question mark. His answer, my question is, how the fuck are you not angry? Exactly. People who think Bernie's too angry aren't angry enough. They simply don't get it. Meanwhile, Joseph Robinette Biden is still hiding out in his studio basement, doing everything he can not to embarrass himself, but still managing to gaff epically every time they turn the camera on. And now he's got to answer to this 30-year-old sexual assault allegation from Tara Reid and seven other women who've come forward as well over the years. There are officially no excuses left for defending Biden as a better choice than Bernie Sanders, which... Leaves me with one more comment I want to leave you with from the same post from Soulless Loki. I fucking feel Bernie Sanders. No politician will ever pull the wool over my eyes again. Dude is the truth. Amen, Bernie bro. That's it in a nutshell. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I, for one, can't wait to see what the world has for us tomorrow on the front page. So we'll see you later.